Hello, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I am joined by Jessica Hoke from Moxie Malas, and we'll be talking all about Beyond the Bracelet, Crystals and Intentions. Super excited for today's topic. You are listening to Creating Wellness from Within, a podcast devoted to helping you live your best life through self-care and wellness. In each episode, we will strive to offer you actionable advice and tools to help you on your journey towards greater personal wellness. I am your host, Amy Zelmer. I am editor-in-chief of Minnesota Yoga and Life magazine and the Brain Health magazine. Additionally, I've published five books on the topic of brain injury and concussion, which you can find on Amazon. I am passionate about yoga, wellness, photography, travel, and all things glittery. You can learn more about me at creatingwellnessfromwithin.com. Today, our guest is Jessica Hoke, and she is the owner and creator of Moxie Malas. She has been a yoga teacher for 13 years with a degree in apparel design. Moxie Malas was the perfect love child of the two worlds, which originally started out as gifts for family and friends has blossomed into a collection of meaningful jewelry for the person who wants what they wear to be intentional and a reflection of their journey. Welcome, Jessica. So happy to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Well, I'm so excited to chat with you. Um, I've known you for what, gosh, maybe 10 years now. It's been yeah, that long. Yeah. Um, we met at one of the blogger conferences and mm-hmm. um, you were giving out your bracelets and I've been obsessed <laughs> ever since. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate the support. <laughs> that was a fun event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. I missed them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to chat with you and talk. You know, I, I'm a huge I'm I'm looking at my desk and it's I'm, I have a little altar here full of crystals, <laughs> so I'm a big I'm a big crystal fan. So excited to kind of talk about this. So yeah. maybe let's just back up a little and talk about how you came to create Maximalas. Like you said, they started out just as making gifts for friends and family. How did that evolve for you? Yeah, it's been a really interesting evolution of the business because I started out when I was a kid, I would go and I would do beaded jewelry with my cousins all the time. So I've been around beaded jewelry for a long time. And um, when I started, it was actually a friend of mine had lost her dog and I didn't, she lived on the East Coast and I didn't know how to support her. And it was such a grief process. And so I created a mala that had heart chakra stones and crystals. So it was an energetic support that I had sent to her. And after I sent that, I thought, well, who else can I create this meaningful gift for? Right. So I started creating them for other people in my life, friends, family, my doula at the time, and um, started getting the attention of other people. And people were asking if I could create them for them. And I thought, oh, this could really be something, you know, people want this and I love creating it. And I also want to create something in the world that was going to be a vehicle for a broader message of healing, empowerment, personal exploration, and that kind of a thing. Mm. Yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. So it all came just from natural gift giving and wanting a desire to create and then a desire to um, spread a message of healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess I never knew that you had your degree in apparel design. And so I can see how those two worlds collide with that. And mm-hmm. I mean, your your bracelets are beautiful. Your designs are gorgeous. Your Thank malas you. and your bracelets. Um, you. And I've I've had the chance to see your booth at 
just numerous events and you know you you do a great job of setting up the booth so I can see that apparel design coming through (laughs) right yeah I also I grew up in retail at a flower shop so I've been around Ah, retail merchandising my whole life (laughs) you know and I'm thankful for that because what's interesting about my background at the flower shop is that we were selling a product to people that were going through an emotional experience. So from a very young age, I think I started working behind the counter when I was 15. I was helping people with funeral flowers and new babies and weddings and really deeply emotional events of their lives. And so that really kind of primed me. I see this like divine evolution of like, you need to be able to talk about these topics that are going to be really meaningful and, um, deeply emotional with people alongside a way of, you know, helping them with a product, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how did you come to like be involved in the whole crystal world? Like what got you interested in that? I have been um, a rock hound my whole life. (laughs) I remember, again, I was raised very close to my cousins. And so like we would go and we would look for agates. We would look for cool stones. My grandpa and my grandma both had like amethyst and malachite and huge crystal specimens around the house. I mean, it's very, I've been around it. And then when I um, went into my yoga training and my Reiki training and started learning about energy and vibrations and crystal energy, I was like, oh, this is probably why I'm drawn to these. Mm -hmm. And then saw the correlation of the emotional, mental, physical, energetic support that these crystals could provide and um, be a vehicle for that broader message. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of jump into the crystals a little bit and the intentions with crystals. And, um, you know, maybe for someone listening who isn't that familiar, I always kind of assume that yogis are into crystals, but I've learned that not all of them have gotten into it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe let's give like a really great, just like a broad overview of crystals and how they can help impact our life. Absolutely. I have a lot of people who come into my booth like, what is this? (laughs) Why are we using stones and crystals? This is crazy. What I always say is that, you know, one of my teachers told me that energy is very light, right? So, and it dances with our minds. So our mind follows our energy, our energy follows our mind, and our energy is ebbing and flowing with our reaction to our external world, right? Whereas crystal energy is just a pure vibration. It's a pure state of energy. They all have their own crystalline structures, their own vibrations, and those vibrations are going to line up with our different energy centers called our chakras, right? And they're going to help to support and balance those different energies in our life. So when we're using stones and crystals, what we're doing is we're bringing the vibration of the stone and the crystal close to our vibration, looking for something called entrainment. So when two different vibrations synchronize, or have you ever seen, and a good example is a metronome where there's a Mm -hmm. bunch of metronomes and then they eventually sync. That's, that's what's happening with our energy and crystal energy. So whether you have a really overactive energy center or an underactive energy center, that crystal energy is going to help bring it back to the balanced middle point. Right. And so the best way to do that, that is to have stones and crystals touching your skin, which is why it's so beneficial to have the bracelets or um, a necklace or ring or something that's touching you and having it near your energetic field. So that being said, if you know bracelets aren't your thing or you don't like wearing jewelry as much, you can also have crystals in your environment. Like you said, on your desk here, there's the, you have an altar of crystals, and that's a perfect way to bring those vibrations into your energy field. And same as with... Um, 
you know, when you're meditating, you can hold them in your hands. Let's mm-hmm. say you're in a yoga nidra practice and you're laying on your back. You can lay a crystal grid on your body to help bring that balance in at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know in the beginning, when I first started getting into crystals, I just like kept uh, my first crystal that I was really into is turquoise, which is still mm-hmm. probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um I have a lot of favorites, but turquoise, just, you know, I don't know. There's something special about it. And I used to just keep it in my pocket. I literally just kept it in my jeans pocket all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a huge hunk of quartz in my purse, (laughs) which like weighs like a pound. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, You know, and I've seen, um, I have friends who like tuck them in their bra or their sports bra or, you know. I've actually seen that they make headbands so that you can put one right on your crown chakra. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Or the you know, I mean, with a little crystal yep. pocket. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yeah. then um, they make water bottles with crystals in the, in the, like it's somehow the, the water dome. can get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a double yeah. line. With crystals and water, what I always say too is I always try to steer people away from making elixirs because there are a lot of trace minerals and um, compounds that are in stone. So if you put the crystals actually in your water, you could be ingesting something that's like really not great for you, like mm-hmm. arsenic. So, um, but those water bottles are fantastic because the crystals are in the dome yes. and they don't touch the water, but they still infuse it with that crystal energy. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like a double double lined glass mm-hmm. mine is anyway it's a double lined glass it's glass yep. too it's not and plastic it's glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's got the crystals in the center and then your water mm-hmm. so they don't touch yeah that's yep. a really great point because i know mm-hmm. um oh i'm trying to think of what stone it was that i found and i was talking to this um guy who runs a crystal shop and i'm like i really mm-hmm. want to like um sand down the one side i think it might have been malachite um mm-hmm. does malachite have dangerous components yeah, in it. it has like copper and stuff in yeah, it. yeah yeah and and so he warned me he's like no don't do that unless you have like a full like breathing apparatus on and everything because <clears throat> yeah. you can release some of the that toxins while you know just holding a crystal is fine but when you you know you start getting those pine, fine powders into the air yeah um, mm-hmm. when yeah. you're yeah and again it comes down to that are you ingesting it <laughs> you know yes we don't want to do that they look like candies but we don't eat that <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so yeah awesome. um so you know just there's so many ways you can just like I'm wearing, I've got um, mm-hmm. quartz on my necklace and my earrings today. I've got, what have I got on? Oh, I've got Herkimer on my rings. You've got all sorts of rings. Yeah, I got my <laughs> rings, my bracelets. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So for you, what would you say are just some of the really like basic crystals? If someone doesn't know where to start, like it's just yeah. seems a little overwhelming. What are some good crystals to start with? Um, I suggest rose quartz as the first Mm -hmm. one. Rose quartz is wildly available. It's very affordable. And it is a crystal of the heart, right? So we have 108 energy lines that intersect at the center of our heart. So if you're using a stone and crystal that's going to support that, you're really supporting your whole system. Plus the heart chakra is the middle of the seven. And so it's what combines our inner and outer worlds. It connects our heaven and earth and really like 
um, steeps our whole system in love. So rose quartz is a universal crystal of love and we can always use more love, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then another one I love suggesting is amethyst. Amethyst is considered one of those master healer crystals where it's good for mind, body, spirit. It's very calming, very healing. Um, it's also a crystal of sobriety, which I like to bring up for people who there's a, a big trend on um, sobriety right now, which is fantastic, right? Yeah. And amethyst yeah. support for that. Um, clear quartz, like we were talking about earlier, clear quartz is a universal amplifier of energy. So let's say you're in meditation and you're looking to amplify what you're wanting to manifest in your life. Crystal quartz is going to be a great amplifier for that. It's also a wonderful way of connecting with your higher self or with those divine realms in whatever um, way that you define that in your life. You know, mm -hmm. so crystal quartz is a great one too. Yeah. Quartz is always my go-to. Like if I just, if mm -hmm. I wake up, cause I always have something on, I'm always wearing some form of crystals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so if I wake up, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what I want to wear today. I just throw on my quartz. I'm like, can't mm -hmm. go wrong with quartz. You really can't go wrong with any crystal, but like, right. you know, if you are like, um, when I do speaking engagements, mm -hmm. I do wear a lot of turquoise at my yeah. throat chakra um, yeah. to just help ampli amplify my voice. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just depending on, you know, if you maybe have a big um, job interview coming up, what, what would mm -hmm. be a, a good crystal for that? Yeah, turquoise was, will be fantastic for that. Any Anything where you're able to speak your truth with clarity, mm -hmm. with compassion, with intention. So um, sodalite, lapis lazuli, uh, blue kyanite, uh, celestite, if you're feeling it, that gets a little more into the crown chakra, but it still has the blue aspect to it and helps you to connect to your highest self. So bringing forward your best self during an interview, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you're looking to feel a little more grounded, a lot of different jaspers are going to be very grounding, very stabilizing. Earth energy picture jasper is very nurturing and loving. So there's a lot of different categories of stones that are going to help with a lot of different energies. And then you can also look at things that are more like um, opaque and crystalline structure versus a solid, more of a stone structure. And those are going to have different energies. Yeah, we could we could talk about this for days. I say a really good way to just kind of very generally remember what crystals are for is the colors of the chakra. They kind of yeah. They mm -hmm. kind of match the energy of each chakra, right? Yeah. So like yeah. your mm -hmm. root chakra is red, right? So like for uh, root red, chakra, yeah, I would say reds and then also blacks. Blacks. And mm -hmm. browns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, if you're feeling some sort of mismatch in chakra and you, you know, you know, your chakras, you know, find a stone that matches the color you're trying to work with. I feel Absolutely. like that's a really good, just like a super beginner level um, mm -hmm. understanding of crystals. It, yeah, a little beginner, unless you don't know the chakras. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> then, then... Yeah, because I work with a lot of beginners, a lot of people who are like, what they are, they have no What's yoga history, <laughs> no meditation history. They're like, let's do this, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, welcome, let's do it. I say working with stones and crystals, I think above all else, is very much an intuitive practice. It's a practice of really tapping into your own energy, whether you know the chakras or not, and really tapping into what are you looking to create in your life. So it's a, a practice of intuition and intention. So if you walk into a rock shop and you're like, oh my gosh, this is there's a thousand different stones in here. 
there will be one that is like singing your name. Whether you realize it right away or not, you will be drawn to what will serve you. So certain colors, certain textures, trust that intuitive process and trust that your energy is going to be drawn to what will help balance it and help serve you to the best of your ability, whether you know the chakras or not, right? (laughs) But learning those is good. You always say, but definitely learning the chakras and the different energy centers in our bodies can be very helpful for our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I I have kind of a fun story. I was at some expo and this booth had all the different crystals Mm -hmm. out, right? And they were all in little bins and labels. And I'm all about feeling and touching. I got to find my crystal. And I think it was, is it called chrysalis? Chrysola or chrysacola? Chrysacola. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of a bluish greenish color. Mm -hmm. Um, And I pulled one out. The thing literally jumped out of my hand and went flying across the aisle. (laughs) And this guy saw and he went running after it and got it for me. I was like, wow, that was crazy. And I put it back in there. And I'm like, no, 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 that was a sign I picked up. And the dang thing jumped out of my hand again. And I'm like, (laughs) what is it telling me? And Mm -hmm. so I still, it sits on the front of my computer at home. I still don't know what it's trying to tell me, but it's sitting there. And every time I touch it, it like jumps out of my hand. And I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? It is. I have a necklace like that. It's a, a raven and it's made, a, it's a carved raven out of obsidian, black obsidian. And it fell off of me like five different times, this necklace. I'm like, what is going on? And so now it sits in a selenite bowl and it has told me it is only used for ceremony and special occasions. <laughs> Just wear me flippantly. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it sits in a selenite bowl until I'm ready to bring it out. <laughs> yeah. I had a, crystal quartz bracelet um my neighbor had made it for me it was small tiny beads of crystal quartz on Mm -hmm. a metal it was metal not stretchy and it had a lobster lobster claw clasp on Mm -hmm. it and I never took it off I wore it like every day I would wash it right I let the water cleanse it in the shower um all of a sudden one day it wasn't on my wrist anymore yeah and like like I said, it was metal, right? Like it mm-hmm. shouldn't have fallen, just like broken and fallen off. And I'm like, well, clearly I was done with that. And yeah. maybe somebody else needed to find it, you know, like who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the they definitely, works. they go where they're needed. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know how I said earlier, I used to carry in my pocket every once in a while, like I'd lose it. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, somebody needed that. Yeah. <laughs> it needed yeah. a new home. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We got to let them go where they need to go. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love crystals. And I, I just, you know, I don't know. I I was probably in my mid-20s when I started getting into crystals. And I still don't know everything. I mean, who can? I don't either. But <laughs> there's <laughs> how many crystals are out there, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I love going and maybe you, you know, you might know exactly what I'm talking about. In the Black Hills in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, there, when you go into the Black Hills, um, the scenic drive, mm-hmm. you come around a corner and it is a slab of rose quartz. Have you yes. been there? Yes. Yes. There's so <laughs> much rose quartz in the Dakotas. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and every time I have, like the first time I went, it, the sun was hitting it and it was like, ooh, and there's mm-hmm. this 
just the slab of rose quartz. So I had to get out and I just like laid on it, <laughs> like <laughs> absorbed its energy. I'm like, that's this is amazing. the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. I love that. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's a ton of black tulamine too. Um, the rock shop guy was telling me, you know, if you look for it, you'll find it pretty easily in, the, in throughout the Rapid City area. Oh, really? See, so, I wasn't as familiar with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all around us. And they are. Uh, I've, I literally, so, um, uh, bituminous, the asphalt on, on your roads, oh, mm-hmm. um, is literally made like with crystals, with quartz in it. Um, <laughs> and I have literally found little quartz points in, in oh, like really? driveways and stuff. Yeah. That's it's awesome. crazy. It's crazy yeah. how I find these things. <laughs> yeah, they say too, like around here, when if there's new construction happening, like new neighborhoods and things like that, and they're digging up the earth, that those are the best places to go um, agate hunting, especially oh. in Minnesota, because we have a lot of agates and like superior agates. So, um, and they've been coming down from the glaciers. So when it gets unearthed from new developments, those are great places to go rock hunting. <laughs> mm. My brother's friend. Um, was recruited he goes down to Georgia mm-hmm. once a year and works for this company he drives like the the bobcat thing that scoops the earth and they're mm-hmm. mining amethyst oh cool That's yeah awesome. and he said the things that he's like found he's like it's so cool and he brought me back this tiny little piece of amethyst it was super cool That's awesome. Um, but I can't imagine like unearthing like you know in the stores you see the the two halves of the amethyst and they're like six feet tall. Like I can't imagine just finding that in nature. (laughs) You got (laughs) to know what you're looking for to find that. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Jessica, tell us maybe a little bit more about your bracelets and the intention that you put into the bracelets. Like you, if you go on your website, you can just find all these different bracelets for different mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah. Like I have a really cool tourlamine one you created for protection. Um, mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about how like your process that goes into creating all these. Absolutely. That's my favorite part is that process. <laughs> um, so it all started as a vehicle for that broader message, right? So everything starts with an intention, starts with a specific meaning that I'm looking to represent. And so what I'll do is like, let's say the Thrive Collection, what kind of things do we need to know to thrive? Okay, that I am enough, I have peace within, I am worthy. So I have all these different stillness willpower, all these things are in the Thrive Collection. So then what I did was I really sat down and meditated on What kind of energies do we need to cultivate those intentions in our lives? And then I look at, okay, what stones and crystals are having these different um, energies to support that, uh, those intentions. And then I also like to look at color because I want it to be pretty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So it all starts with the intention. I love beauty. Like I said, I grew up in a flower shop. My eyes drink color. I love it. (laughs) And so I love working with different stones and colors and the crystals to come up with a beautiful bracelet that has a very beautiful meaning behind it as well. So when you're shopping on the website, you can find a very specific intention. It comes with a little hang tag card on it that tells you the name, the story of the stones, why was this created the way it was, and the energy behind each specific stone that is in that bracelet. So everything is very on purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I love that you do have those hang tags because a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't know what the stones mean. And like, Mm -hmm. I know I brought, I bought my friend's daughter for her 18th birthday. I bought her, her, um, uh, Zodiac sign bracelet. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it has that card on it so she can read it and know what it means. Yeah. Yeah. The Zodiac was really fun to create. So a lot of people think that I use the birthstones based on the months and I did not. So what I did was I researched each individual Zodiac sign, what they mean, what they, their personalities were, you know, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Where do they need to support? How can they be best balanced? And then I curated stones and crystals to bring that balance to each Zodiac. Mm, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Very cool. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So not going to lie. I've never looked for mine because mine is aquamarine, not my favorite stone. Um, mm. So now I, I need to revisit that now that I know that. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's your Zodiac then? Pisces. Oh, Pisces. Yes. I have mm-hmm. a lot of cool stones. We do have aquamarine on the Pisces, yes. but we also have a lot of other stones on there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not my favorite stone. And Mm-hmm. I don't know why um, I can't get into it, but. Well, see, that is what exactly what I was saying about that intuitive process, right? <laughs> You're not meant to work with it right now. So it's always like, go with your intuition. If it doesn't feel like, if you're like, mm, I'm not drawn to it, don't work with it, right? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And and it, I kind of sometimes second guess myself, like, does that mean I need it? Right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the things we're repelled by or not attracted to are like things we need. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. I think, and there is definitely a truth behind that for certain things in life, <laughs> right? Where we're like, I know what's best for me and I'm going to do the opposite, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's just, that's life sometimes, okay? Uh, that's the human experience sometimes. And that being said, I, I would think working with crystals is more of a, um, a harmony practice, you know, mm-hmm. working with harmony with the energies. Rather than something that's repelled. Like me, tiger's eye, I cannot wear tiger eye. Mm, like I, I, get, I get a pounding headache if I have tiger eye. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so fascinating. Yeah, and I'm not going to force that. <laughs> yep, no, I don't blame you. Yeah. Not today, tiger eye, not today. <laughs> not today, tiger's eye. Yeah. Um, so Jessica, I know you also do um, like little make and create workshops with people. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that. Yeah, so our Moxie Intention Bracelet Workshops are really great for businesses, small groups, girlfriends, uh, where we bring together a group of people. I come in, I teach about creating intention in your life, um, the chakras, stones and crystal energies, and how you can pick specific stones and crystals to align with the intentions you're creating. And then each person makes their own custom bracelet at the end. And gets to take that with them as a talisman and a reminder of everything that they already have within them and what they're working on in their life. Mm. Super fun. Yeah. Um, so Jessica, your website is moxiemalas.com. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what we can find there. Yes, moxiemalas.com is a amazing place to find all the jewelry. And we also take you beyond the bracelet. So we have opportunities with those workshops that we do. We also have our Moxie Monthly Bracelet Club, where every month we have an exclusive bracelet for the members, an intention practice. So you get the bracelet and you think, okay, what do I do with this now? We have a practice for you to go beyond the bracelet. And then also a loose crystal to keep building your crystal collection, because we all love doing that. (laughs) 
uh, and that's different every month. And then we also have our new Moxie Mentor certification program that we're launching. And then on there, you'll also see different events that are coming up, like retreats and um, day events too. Awesome. And speaking yeah. of events, you are one of our presenters at the Minnesota Yay. Yoga Conference coming up April 15th and 16th. I'm so excited for that. And you'll yes, be doing we'll do um, you'll be doing a little lecture on crystals. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Crystals and chakras and the light with yes. absolutely. Yes. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for being here today. Um, and for everyone listening, wherever you're listening, we have a clickable link in the show notes to moxymalas.com. Be sure to check out all of her work. And how can they follow you online? Uh, all of our social media is moxymalas, M-O-X-I-E-M-A-L-A-S. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and TikTok. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today, Jessica. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. And thank you everyone for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please consider leaving a five-star review wherever you are listening to help others on their own wellness journey discover this podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.